This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. This episode of the American Variety Network is brought to you by Caribsea. Check us out at www.caribsea.com. Happy Easter from all of us at the American Variety Network. May your Easter months be full of great joy. And may you have a great Easter on Sunday, March 27th. Happy Easter, everyone! Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can... Hello, everyone, and welcome to Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli on American Variety Network. I'm Alex Cardinelli. How are you all doing tonight? I hope you are having an amazing... Hello, everyone, and welcome to Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli on American Variety Network. We are experiencing a little bit of technical difficulties tonight, but that's what happens when you have live radio. Anyways, I'm your host, Alice Cardinelli. How are you all doing tonight? I hope you are having an amazing Saturday night. I want you all to sit back, relax, have a nice drink, and your favorite snack, and enjoy the show. I have a fun show coming your way, and I hope you all enjoy it. It has slowly become a tradition for me. I am now used to hosting this fun show every Saturday that I have marked my calendars, and I anxiously wait for the Blog Talk Radio Girl to say your show is now live on Saturday evenings. Man, I love you guys and gals, and I sure as hell love this show. Tonight, I have a lot planned. Oh, let's see, our special guest is going to be San Francisco Fire Captain John Lowe. I have some big news and announcements for the American Variety Network that I cannot wait to tell you. So, You won't leave this show disappointed, or so I hope. I mean, I will try my best to make you happy and have fun tonight. Now, here is what's planned for tonight, Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. Major breaking news and announcements to kickstart the show. What 
is this breaking news going to be? I can't wait to share that with you. Our special guest is going to be Fire Captain John Lowe from San Francisco. He's going to talk about kitchen fires and fire safety. We've got this week's edition of Ask Away with Alice Cardinelli. Call one three four seven. 989-8142 to ask me a question. I'd love to answer your questions tonight. And of course, we've got our funny audio clips and prank phone calls and much more. Here are the three questions you, my listeners, can call in and answer tonight. Here is this week's three questions. What are your plans and goals for March? What is your favorite thing about the Easter season? And what is your favorite thing you receive for Easter as a child? Again, tonight's three questions are, what are your plans and goals for March? What is your favorite thing about the Easter season? And what is your favorite thing you received for Easter as a child? You can answer those questions by calling in at one 347 And I'll answer these questions myself later on in the show. The fun begins right after this. Don't you dare go anywhere. The big news and announcement plus the fun starts literally right after this. You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into the American Variety Network, where I find the show is very educational and entertaining. Is it Saturday night already? Tonight is time for the Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli here on American Variety Network. Are you ready to have some fun on this Saturday night? Coming up right here, Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. 
will be some laughs, special guests, some funny phone calls, and some fun discussion. Live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli takes over the airwaves now. It is with great pleasure that I announce for the first time ever two new podcasts, two new podcasters, and two new hosts will be having their own show here on American Variety Network. I am syndicating these podcasts and will not be on the show as it will be a night off for me. These will be the two hosts, very first podcast, and they are very excited. The first podcast to come to American Variety Network is called Blossom City Radio. It will be hosted by Jeremy Stellhorn. Jeremy is going to do a general talk show that will feature many interesting things. He has many awesome guest interviews. Planned and a lot of interesting things planned. I am very excited to welcome Jeremy to the show. I remember when Jeremy told me he didn't want to be a podcaster, but here he is. Truthfully, I am rather excited for this, and I know he will do well. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you, the host of Blossom City Radio, Jeremy Stellhorn. Jeremy is going to tell you about his podcast. So, Jeremy, tell us about your show and what you will be discussing and your plans for Blossom City Radio. Hey, Alex. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Been working on show notes and listening to your show. I got my puffers finally, so me and Brody have been watching the puffers as we listen. So life is good so far. Awesome. I'm glad to hear you finally got your puffers. It's been a a lot, but I'm glad to hear you finally got your puffers. Yep, they came in the other day. I went and got them, and they're happy as can be at the moment in the tank, so life is good. That's very, very good to hear. I can't wait to uh, see your puffers on YouTube. Yeah, I'll try and get a video up in a little while for it, see see how it goes. That'll be my first Uh, actual YouTube post. Cool. So tell us about your new podcast, Blossom City Radio. What made you want to have a podcast here on American Variety Network? Well, you were starting the your you were starting to move out and I you know, branch out a little bit and it was an opportunity to try something different. You know, I'm not big, big into doing I love listening to podcasts. I thought I'd try it, just see how it goes, see what I can bring. So I'm doing the one of it's called Blossom City Radio. I'm live in Redwood, Illinois, so that's Blossom City. And it's basically a feature of the St. Louis and Metro East area. We're kind of doing local artists, but I have artists from Nashville, Tennessee. I have 
a guest coming from Ohio. So basically the Midwest area, we have different people coming on. We have some from Missouri. So it's basically, you know, regional, but not really. But, we, you know, we're just trying to get some. I'm doing a featured artist segment where I have young and upcoming artists that are, you know, we're previewing their music and showing their music to different people, letting them get to hear that. We're doing uh, kind of a highlight of our area with the different neat businesses and things to do. So if anybody's coming to the St. Louis area, there's different destinations that they can see and stop by and, you know, get to know a little better. So it's kind of nice. We'll have the different business owners on and tell you about their business and their events and stuff like that. And then we'll just kind of go through neat and interesting topics and just kind of wherever it leads. Right now it's in the beginning stages. We're kind of getting our feet on the ground and bigger and better things as we go. Awesome. I cannot wait to be a listener of uh, Blossom City Radio. And Blossom City Radio debuts this Tuesday, March 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on American Variety Network. And I'm going to be your guest on that show, right? Yep. You're my debut guest. I figured you got me into it. You can explain a little bit about podcasting. It's not quite as well known in this area, I think, as in some other areas. So I've been doing a lot of explaining what a podcast is and how it works. So I'm going to bring the podcast king himself and explain it to different people on the show. Awesome. Very cool. I can't wait to be your first guest. And I'd like to remind all of our listeners out there to please go on Facebook and like the page Blossom City Radio. I want to thank you for taking the time to be here tonight. Can I say one last thing, Alex? Sure, go ahead. You're my first guest, but my featured artist is Elizabeth Mall, and she's a country artist She's and songwriter. She's in Nashville, Tennessee. Um You've heard her music. She's very, very talented, so have yourself a treat and listen in and hear some of Elizabeth's songs. Awesome. I cannot wait for that. So, listeners, get ready for Blossom City Radio. You have a great rest of your night, and enjoy the show, Jeremy. All right. You take it easy. Have a good night, Alex. Thank you. You too. All right, that was awesome, and Blossom City Radio is coming here to the American Variety Network on Tuesdays, so I can't wait. Now, the second podcast is called Here for the Fins. It will be hosted by my friend, Donovan Barger. Now, Donovan will chat anything and everything, fish and African cichlids. I cannot wait for that. Now, Donovan's show is going to air on Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern. So here is the schedule for the American Variety Network. Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern is going to be Donovan's Here for the Fin show, alternating with American Variety Network. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern is going to be Blossom City Radio, hosted by Jeremy Stellhorn. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern is going to be American Variety Network with Alex Cardinelli. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern is going to be American Variety Network with Alex Cardinelli. Fridays are going to be a day off. Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern are going to be Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. And Sundays at 8 p.m. 
Eastern are going to be a new show debuting for Massachusetts residents called The Mass Effect, which I will talk about in just a few minutes. Now, when I say American Variety Network with Alice Cardinelli, I mean any one of the series that I have. It could be a Aquarium Talk podcast. It could be a Chef Cardinelli cooking show. It could be a cooking school with Alice Cardinelli. It could be the In Your Face talk show, Flicker Ticker movie reviews, any one of my series that I do here on American Variety Network. I'm excited that we have a variety of shows. After all, it is American Variety Network. So I thought that would be a good way to start our news. I still have plenty more news to share with you. Now, I am planning on hosting a live on-location broadcast at Thomas J. O'Connor, which is the local animal shelter and animal control office here in Springfield, Massachusetts. And that's going to be a show that will have a big impact on my new series, The Mass Effect, and also have a big impact on animals all around the country. So I got a call one of the social media department managers at Thomas J. O'Connor and set that up. I don't have a date exactly. I got to make sure that it's something we can do. So after I call the person responsible for anything having to do with social media, I'll figure out if it is doable and I'll let you know on next Saturday's Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli or the next one after that. So here is the news that I am very excited about. We have a new series debuting on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, and that series is called The Mass of the Mass Effect with Alex Cardinelli. This is going to be a series for everyone living in Massachusetts. I'm going to discuss current events, current news. I'm going to discuss everything that has taken place in Massachusetts. I'm going to interview some folks from Massachusetts that promote their business or their art. They're going to promote something useful in Massachusetts. I'm going to have a business spotlight for uh, local businesses here in Mass. So basically, it's going to be a, a podcast for everyone in Mass. I'm even planning on having a grocery store sponsor a segment for my show where I'll be reading their sales from their flyers. This is going to be a really good show for anyone living in Massachusetts. I think you guys are definitely going to enjoy that. And that again debuts next Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Sunday, March 13th, The Mass Effects debuts. Now, my first guest for The Mass Effect next Sunday is going to be Bon Chen, a Ludlow Mass dog groomer. And my two businesses that I'm going to feature are Captain Jimmy's and Donut Dip. Now, the guest, Bon Chen, is actually a repeat, as she was a guest here on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli a few weeks ago. But, hey, um, she is a local guest on the next Mass Effect. I'm going to try to have a new guest for you. 
And we'll talk about the Mass Effect more next week as we get close to the debut. The last news I have for you is I'm doing I'm going to be doing an Easter themed Saturday live with Alice Cardinelli on March 26th. I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do, and I'll talk more about that as time uh, moves forward. I'll, I'll let you know what the plans are going to be for that show. And last but not least, I'm going to be doing an Easter morning show. And again, I'll tell you guys more about that either next week or the week after that. So that, in a nutshell, is basically our news. Now, before we get into our fun segments here, I'm going to give out the schedule for this coming week. Monday, March 7th, we've got my very first birthday celebration, and that's going to be for my friend Donovan. Tuesday, March 8th, we've got Blossom City Radio making its debut. Wednesday, March 9th, we've got my weekly news show. Thursday, March 10th, Cooking School with Chef Alex debuts. Friday, March 11th is a day off. Saturday, March 12th is our next episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. And Sunday, March 13th is the debut of The Mass Effect. So hopefully I didn't bore you with all of our show news. Enough with the news, and let's get into Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. This Saturday in History. Learn about some historic events that took place on this Saturday. Alex tells us what happened on this day. So today is Saturday, March 5th, the 65th day of 2016. There are 301 days left in the year. Today's highlight in history, on March 5th, 1946, Winston Churchill delivered his Iron Curtain speech at Westminster College in Fulton, Missouri, in which he said, From Seton in the Baltic to Trustee in the Adriatic, an Iron Curtain has descended across the continent, allowing police governments to rule Eastern Europe. On this date, In 1770, the Boston Massacre took place as British soldiers who'd been taunted by a crowd of colonists opened fire, killing five people. In 1868, the U.S. Senate was organized into a court of impeachment to decide charges against President Andrew Jackson, who was later acquitted. In 1963, Country music performers Patsy Cline, Cowboy Copas, and Hackshaw Hawkins died in the crash of their plane, a Piper Comanche, near Camden, Tennessee, along with pilot Randy Hughes, Cline's manager. In 1994, a jury in Pensacola, Florida, convicted anti-abortion activist Michael F. Griffin, of first-degree murder in the shooting deaths of Dr. David Gunn. Griffin was immediately sentenced to life in prison. Ten years ago, AT&T announced it was buying Bell Cells Corporation, a big step toward resurrecting the old Ma Bell telephone system. 
Crash won the Best Picture Academy Award in an upset over Brokeback Mountain. Phil Seymour Hoffman won Best Actor for Capote. And Reese Witherspoon won Best Actress for Walk the Line. Five years ago, Egyptians turned their anger toward Alps President Husni Mubarak's internal security apparatus, storming the agency's main headquarters and other offices. Alberto Granade, 88 years old, who accompanied Ernesto Che Guevara on a journey of discovery across Latin America, described in the Motorcycle Diaries, died in Havana. One year ago, actor Harrison Ford crash-landed his vintage plane on a golf course in Los Angeles after reporting engine failure shortly after takeoff. Convicted murderer Jody Arreras was spared the death penalty as a jury in Phoenix voted 11-1 to 1 in favor of execution. Not enough to send Eris to death roll for the slaying of her lover, Travis Alexander. Islamic State militants continued their campaign targeting cultural heritage sites and territories they controlled in northern Iraq, bulldozing the historic city of Nimrod. Today's birthdays. Actor James Noble is 94. Actor Paul Sand is 84. Actor James B. Sicking is 82. Actor Dean Stockwell is 80. Actor Fred Williamson is 78. Actress Amanda Egger is 77. Actor Michael Warren is 70. Actor Eddie Hodge is 69. Singer Eddie Grant is 68. Rock musician Alan Clark from Dire Straits is 64. Actress comedian Marsha Weirfield is 62. Magician Penn Gillette is 61. Actress Adriana Bazzara is 60. Actress Eva Mendes is 41. And actor Jake Lloyd is 27. And happy birthday to all of my listeners out there who celebrates a birthday on March 5th. Happy birthday, everyone. And I want to wish my good friend Keith Norman a happy birthday. Keith Norman is an experienced saltwater enthusiast who has a lot of experience. And he got some nice frags for corals today at the event. So happy birthday to Keith Norman. And the thought for today, tomorrow is a thief of pleasure from Sir Rex Harrison, who was a British actor. He was born in 1908, and he died in 1990. So, what's the haps this weekend? Well, today, there was a choral event in Connecticut for all my saltwater keepers. It was called the Frag farmer's market and i guess it had a big turnout also this weekend baseball is back major league baseball is back as it is now preseason so we are getting ready for the start of baseball and that means spring is near also the walking dead airs tomorrow night 
All right. So now I'm going to go ahead and answer the three questions for tonight's show. Now, my first question is, what are my plans and goals for March? Well, my number one plan for March is to have a good month of good podcasts. I want to do the best that I can with my podcast. My second plan for March is to book some awesome shows for the remainder of the year. I know that's a lot to ask, and hopefully I can do that. And I guess my goal for March would be to have a successful month, a good month, and an eventful month. What is my favorite thing about the Easter season? Well, I love that Easter is in spring, and I love candy. And what is my favorite thing that I received for Easter as a kid? You know, that is pretty tough. I guess I could say I liked receiving candy as a kid, and I also liked getting new tropical fish because I've been keeping fish for many, many years. So those are my three questions, and you can call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. We are a little bit behind schedule due to our technical difficulties at the beginning of the show. So that's why it seems I'm kind of rushing through our segments. My breaking news was supposed to be a bit longer, but I will uh, uh, prolong the news for our next show. So next week I will finish the news. So let's move into our next segment. Are you ready for a fun interview here live on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinale? who is going to be our special guest. What will they have to promote? It's time for our special guest spotlight. Let's get to the fun interview. All right. So this week's guest was originally supposed to be Jeffrey Jones, who is a chef and a fish keeper, but he couldn't make it, and he promised we'd be on another episode of Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. Well, this week, I had a hard time finding a guest. So, I recently remembered that I actually interviewed a firefighter back when I was hosting the Chef Cardinelli cooking show. And I really had a good time interviewing this firefighter, and it was a really good interview. So, I figured, well, I will uh, play... This interview here on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. And the guest tonight is San Francisco Fire Captain John Lowe. And John Lowe is going to talk to us about kitchen safety and fires. It's a 19 minute interview, and I hope you guys enjoy it. The hour, San Francisco Fire Captain Mr. John Lowe. Hi, John, how are you doing today? Hey, doing great. Hey, thanks, Alex, for having me on your show. Look forward to, uh, to sharing some stories and some safety tips. I have so thank you for having the show as well. I've been looking forward to getting a firefighter on your show for quite a long time, and I'm really thankful for you accepting this chance to come on the show. Thank you very much. Ah, oh, you're welcome. My, my pleasure. <clears throat> so what do we want well, to talk about today? Today well, we're going to talk about kitchen. 
Um, actually, how about we start off by having you um, telling us a bit about yourself and then a basic background of you as a firefighter, if you don't mind. Oh, sure, sure. Well, I think in 1992 I got into the uh, San Francisco Fire Department and I uh, worked as a firefighter for a few years and I became a, uh, a chief's operator, a chief's aid assistant. Did that for about five or six years before I became a uh, lieutenant and I did that for about five or six years and I uh, took a promotional exam to become a captain and I've been doing that for about five or six years. So all that together adds up to about 22 years and currently I'm working as a captain of uh, Engine 9. It's a great company at Station 9. That's great. That's great. So you must have a lot of experience with firefighting and stuff. Yeah, 22 years, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff. <laughs> but hey, I'll tell you what, uh, let's talk about, you know, fires and uh, how they start. Uh, have you ever heard of uh, the fire triangle, Alex? The fire, uh, uh, you say that again, I didn't hear you, what was it? The fire triangle? Um, uh, yeah, I think I've heard it a couple of times. Okay. That's, um, that's oxygen, heat, and something else, right? Fuel. Fuel, That's exactly yes. right. That's exactly right. In order to have a, any fire, you have to have all three of those uh, uh, elements there. You have to have a heat source. You have to have something to burn. In order for you to have a fire, you also have to have oxygen. So taking away any part of the uh, triangle, any one of the legs, you... Um, cannot have a fire. So if we're uh, in a kitchen and you have a fire, most of the time you want to just remove the heat. And if you're able to remove the heat, you've extinguished the fire. But most fires in the kitchen probably happen uh, cooking with oil, deep frying, uh, some uh, fire start when you know during Thanksgiving when they try to deep fry a turkey, you know. But you're usually doing that outside. Uh, you can probably see some cool videos on YouTube about you know a fire started by a deep frying turkey and things like that. And you can see how volatile uh, it is when you uh, superheat oil to deep fry a turkey. Uh, but if we did have a small kitchen fire, let's say your pan caught on fire, when maybe when you're sautéing some uh, chicken or something like that, uh, one of the best things to do is to turn off the heat. If that doesn't put the fire out, then you can take the uh, pan, open up your oven, stick it in the oven, and then try to remove the oxygen. If that doesn't work, then you can also take a large lid and put it over the top of the pan, and that will definitely remove the oxygen. And uh, now you've relieved, uh, removed two um, legs of the triangle, heat and oxygen, and the fire should go out. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes perfect sense. Actually, we were, we're actually taught to do that before we call the fire department is to try to smother the fire, or we we usually use the, cheap, the cheapest route and to use baking soda and salt as well before we mm -hmm. call the fire department. Yeah, yeah, you know, that could work. Uh, yeah, we definitely don't want to use water, 
uh, in a grease fire or an oil fire because it really reacts violently uh, with the uh, hot oils. I think most people know that, but in case you didn't, I thought I'd mention that. Um, you can also use fire extinguishers. Uh, probably the best one to use would probably probably be a, a CO2 extinguisher, uh, liquefied CO2, because once you spray it on there, it cools. It also removes the heat uh, or removes the oxygen, puts out the fire, and then after it's over, when it dries up, uh, there's no real big mess to clean up except for maybe the oil from the heat. But uh, it's pretty hard to find those. And so you probably end up buying uh, from the hardware store or something like that a a dry a small dry chemical um, extinguisher, and I would use that uh, as a last resort because you open that thing up, it's like throwing flour all over your kitchen. <laughs> I mean, better than you know that would probably be better than your whole kitchen or a house burning down, okay, I'll take that, okay, but most of the times before we use that dry chemical extinguisher that you buy from the hardware store, uh, I would go through some of these other steps as well, you know, covering it uh, with a large lid, uh, maybe throw some baking soda or something like that, uh, but let's talk about this, uh, I think most of us can handle a small fire in a pan or in a pot, maybe because we're deep frying. Okay, if it's isolated to the pot itself, uh, covering it would be perfect. Maybe you might want to put on an oven mitt to protect your hand because the oil's on fire, and as you reach over with the cover, it'll protect your hand from being burned uh, and and extinguish it that way. But let's say we some some type of food we're trying to deep fry, we put it in the deep fryer, the oil came uh, overflow the sides of the pot. Does that make sense, Alex? Yes, it does. I've seen that happen many times before. Okay. And then now the oil comes over the side of the pot. It hits the flame uh, from the burner. And now we have a fire covering uh, the cooking surface uh, of the stove. Now, this is going to get – it gets a little bit more exciting, but don't panic. Okay. I always think that one of the next best things to do, okay, is um, get a large towel and soak it in water. Okay, get it nice and damp so when you put the towel on the fire, the towel itself doesn't catch on fire. You're not adding more fuel to the fire to make it bigger. You want a nice damp towel, and then you're going to throw it over the entire stove and put it out that way because that towel is going to be wet it's going to smother it's going to cool so you're removing once again the heat and the oxygen from this fire you might have to throw away the towel after that but I think you'd much rather do that than to use the dry chemical which gets all over your entire kitchen does that make sense? yes it makes a lot of sense I actually uh, just learned that so I learned something new today Thank you very much. Yeah, so anyway, um the the main reasons why uh we usually have kitchen fires there's two basic reasons. One, uh inattention. You know, maybe the we left the pot on, we're cutting something 
and we're trying to heat up the oil and we overheated it and then you have a fire that way okay the other way a fire typically happens is that we turn on a pot and we get busy we forget about it and next you know whatever was in the pot burns and then you have that unmistakable smell of burnt food but that one's not that big of a deal. It usually doesn't catch on fire. It just has a horrible smell, and it fills the house out full filled with smoke. And if that happens, the best thing to do is just turn on your um, uh, kitchen vent fan, open up a bunch of windows, get some fans, and just introduce a lot of uh, outside air to blow out the smoke. And basically, those are the two basic fires that we have, you know, um, because kitchens, you know, they're not really meant to burn. Does that make sense? Yes, that, I agree with you. I agree with you on that that part of the uh, what you just said. Because a lot of kitchens, the professional kitchens, have something we call an Ansel system, which is designed to fight kitchen fires. Absolutely, and you don't want one of those to go off in your kitchen. <laughs> oh, I yes. agree with you on that. A huge mess. Exactly, and um. Uh, well, let me mention, um, well, I think we've pretty much covered a lot of it, uh, covering the fire, removing the heat, uh, or putting a, a burning uh, pot in the oven, and uh, if you have a bigger fire over the entire countertop, it'd be good to get a, uh, a towel and wet it down and smother the flames that way. If that doesn't work, then I would use that dry chemical extinguisher and knock it down that way. And then I would call the fire department as well, have them come out, take a look, make sure the fire didn't get into the um, the flue, uh, the stovetop flue, or didn't get into the walls or things like that, you know, um, and just make sure that's okay. Well said. I agree with you on that part as well because it could be more a bigger problem if you don't have the fire department check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it's just, you know, contained just to a pot or a stove, you probably don't need to bother the fire department for that. But, you know, if you're nervous at all, which a lot of people are sometimes, you know, go ahead and just call the fire department. We'll gladly come out and uh, make sure there's no extension to the fire and it's just isolated just to your stove. That's true. It's usually the newbie cooks that uh, cause a lot of fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Well, you know... Uh, we have newbies as well. We have uh, two new uh, probies, uh, probationary firefighters is what we call them, probies. Uh, and um, uh, we have to teach them how to cook. You know, for not too many people cook for uh, uh, 10, 15, you know, 20 firefighters uh, every day. You know, so we have to uh, teach them how to uh, uh, shop properly, get the best deals, and... Um, you know, how to cook simple meals that are good and that could uh, fill a bunch of hungry firemen or women or firefighters, if that's what you want to call them. Yeah, but, um, you know, but I I have to tell you, to be honest, uh, you know, even at the firehouse, and you could probably agree with me uh, with this too, Alex, uh, even the professionals burn food. Yes, right? yes, unfortunately, I see a lot of burnt food at the restaurants. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so I try to tell my wife, you know, that she wasn't a very good cook in the beginning, and she sort of gets down on herself when she burns something. She was very frustrated. 
you know, because she knows I work for the fire department. She knows I cook some great meals and things like that. And and when she does something not perfect, or she burns some food, she used to get really down on herself, you know, like feeling like she's a failure, you know. But I was just think, trying to encourage her. I said, "Honey, firefighters burn food all the time. <laughs> we make mistakes just like everybody else. You know, we don't have kitchen fires, but we definitely know know how to burn food." <laughs> Well, no one's perfect, so that's the way I like to look, I like to look at it. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what the number one thing we uh, burn in the uh, firehouse? Well, we usually burn our garlic bread. Oh, the easiest thing. <laughs> exactly. I mean, because there's, there's a, you know, you, when you put that, you put your, all your nice butter and paprika and garlic, and then you want to bake it, right, a little bit. But to top it off, you want to... You know, throw it in the broiler. You know, get that nice little crust going on the top. But for whatever reason, we burn it. <laughs> I know why. I know why it burns. Do you, uh-huh. you guys have the the broiler on hot, way high? Is it on yeah. the highest? That's why it burns. Uh-huh. I would keep it. I would keep it on medium low. We put uh, garlic bread in there. Ah, okay, okay. Well, I have okay. to tell them that. Well, you know the problem with firefighters. We're too but, impatient. <laughs> oh, I agree with you on that. I'm, I'm impatient too. <laughs> you know, so we just hey, just turn that sucker on high and just watch it. Don't let it burn. <laughs> <laughs> That's me too. I'm impatient yeah, too. Exactly. Actually, you know, the other reason why it burns is that you know one firefighter is mainly uh, he's the main cook, and then we have other people who just jump in as a team. We always like try to cook together. And the main cook will assign a hey, firefighter A. Hey, you take care of the garlic bread, you know, and he does the perfect job, preps it, you know, melts the butter, you know, sautés the garlic, puts it over the bread, adds all the paprika and some Parmesan cheese on it. And then what he does is he throws it in the broiler and he walks away because he thinks, oh, the main cook is watching it. Well, the main cook said, hey, I gave it to Firefighter A to watch, and then next thing you know, no one watches it, and next thing you know, we smell burnt food. It's like, ah, oh, the garlic <laughs> bread, ah, oh, oh, no. You know, so, yeah, hey, well, so anyway, just want to encourage all your uh, listening audience, uh, your new beginner uh, chefs out there, we all make mistakes, and we survive them. Well said. I, I agree with you on that part as well, and, um, we, you actually uh, went right, right, right with the show. We wanted to talk about the uh, cooking in the, hel- the uh, firehouse now, if you if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Actually, you know, um, I have a, a firehouse cookbook. Uh, it's called Firehouse Food, Cooking with San Francisco's Firefighters. And, you know, you mind if I just give it a plug? I mean, I make no money from it, but uh, it's a book that, was uh written and photographed uh by uh what is this George Dolce and the photographs were done by Paul Moore and it's uh the exact recipes that we use in the firehouse uh, all the time and it covers everything from pasta to caesar salad to stews to salads to uh, desserts, and it's a great book. And uh, the actual firefighters use this uh, cookbook all the time. Yeah, go ahead. Tell us about it. It sounds like a wonderful book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, they, they can probably look it up on the internet. I won't waste uh, too much of their time on it, but it's called uh, once again Firehouse Food, cooking with San Francisco's firefighters. Yeah, look it up online. You know, uh, but one of the recipes that I love using out of that is the um, uh, our Caesar salad dressing. Oh, nice. the Yeah, the in in the fire department. You know, there's a lot of different side types of salads we like uh, to make, but the king is Caesar salad. Caesar salad rules in the, in the San Francisco Fire Department. Yeah, so that's a great recipe there. So I look for definitely look um, look for that book and uh, get that recipe to the Caesar salad dressing. I use it all the time. Nice. I love Caesar salad. It's too bad that we're far away. I would, uh, I would make you some of my homemade cedar salad for you guys. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but uh, when we cook in uh, the firehouse, um, usually the way that works is uh, the officers uh, typically do not uh, are not assigned to cook for the firefighters. Uh, the officers assign um, firefighters to cook. There's a cooking chart, and every time you cook, you get an X. Um, on the chart, and whoever has the least amount of X's, they're due to cook. So we share uh, that responsibility. But you have one main guy who's in charge of uh, cooking that day, so he decides what we're having, how much we're having. Um, it, it's all on him. But all the firefighters, uh, we try to encourage them to chip in and help and make it a team effort. Because it's a lot of work to cook for 10 people for one guy to do that. I hear that. Have you guys ever considered hiring a chef? Wow, that's a good uh, good idea. You know, actually, back in the day, uh, probably 40, 50 years ago in the San Francisco Fire Department, uh, they used to have uh, permanent cooks. You know, they had a, a firefighter who was, uh, maybe he was uh, injured a little bit, you know, where he couldn't actually go out and fight fires anymore. But we still needed someone to cook, so he would uh, be the permanent cook in the station. So that's actually a pretty, uh, pretty cool thing. But um, you can't get away with that nowadays. You know, everyone, everyone has to be. Uh, well, they cannot be a non-performing asset. <laughs> you know, we pay you to do a job. You have to be able to fight fires and cook and do other things. You know, but back in the day, yeah, they just had. Um, one guy be the cook for the station. So that I thought that was pretty cool. All right. That was San Francisco Fire Captain John Lowe. What an awesome interview that was. And can you guys believe that interview was three years ago? And I still like it. So some other All right, folks, I apologize for that. I know that uh, we were having technical difficulties, and some of my live listeners could not hear what I was saying. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, restart so that you guys can uh, actually understand what I'm saying. So now we're going to have a little bit of a fun discussion. Now I want to talk about ordering online. I know that all of us do it. And this week I ordered online, I ordered some live fish from Blue Zoo Aquatics, 
And uh, any of my saltwater listeners out there can save 15% off by using the coupon code AVN coupon. Anyways, my order was shipped out Tuesday evening for arrival on Wednesday morning. But unfortunately for me, uh, my shipment missed a plane in Indianapolis, and it stayed in Indianapolis for a full day. And Indianapolis was having a huge snowstorm. And I believe that is what killed the fish that I really wanted. I believe that is what killed my fox face. And I didn't get my package until Friday morning when I was supposed to get it on Wednesday morning. Or excuse me, it went out for delivery on Wednesday and I was supposed to get it on Thursday, but I got it on Friday morning. So I usually have a very good experience ordering online because I usually get my package on the appropriate date. That is my first time having a bad experience, but the company is sending me a new Fox face, which I'm really thankful for, next week. Now, the last thing I want to talk about in this discussion is why I love dogs. And the biggest reason I like dogs is because they are a very lovable animal and they are very smart. I couldn't really think about what to talk about this week. So next week, I'm going to have a better show and a better topic. Tonight, I'm having a lot of technical issues and it's kind of taking me off my game. But I'm used to it because it's live radio. All right, so now we're going to move to one of my favorite segments. It's time for Ask Away with Alex Cardinelli, where I will be answering your questions. You can call me live at 1-347-989-8142 to ask me a question or to your questions to Alex Go Yankees Cardinelli19 at gmail.com or American Variety Network at Comcast.net. Here I go. I'm going to start answering your questions right now. All right, so you can call in live at 1 347 989 to ask me a question, but I got a couple of emails that I'm going to go ahead and answer right now. And here's a question from John in Kansas City. And John says, I have been following you for quite some time, and I've seen your Facebook post about your show. I've listened to some of your shows, and I think they are good. I know from chatting with you on Facebook Messenger how much work you put into these shows and all of that. But my question for you is, to you, is it worth it to you to be putting your podcast first over other things? I'm just curious. Well, John, that actually is a very good question. And I'm going to go ahead and say, yes, it is worth it. Why? Well, because I love podcasting. I love being able to come here on the air and talk about many different topics, learn a few things, and maybe, just maybe, educate my listeners on a few things that I may know. Now, it does require a lot of work. It requires me to research, write show notes, 
and spend a lot of time trying to find guests and stuff. But I wouldn't be doing this if it was something that I did not like. Hell, I don't like this. I love it. It's one of my many things that I get to do that I really enjoy. Anytime you have something that you really enjoy, it's a win-win. So I appreciate that question. And thank you so much, Sean, for emailing me. All right. The next question comes from my mom, and she is asking, what is something you want your listeners to know about you? Well, I guess I really didn't have too much time to think about that, but um, I could tell I can tell you guys that I am actually a nice person. I uh, am a people person. That's why I'm doing this podcast, and I like to help others. And my last question is from Darian, and his question is, I'm going to be cooking for Easter. I know that you are Italian. Could you give me a few good Italian food suggestions to use for Easter? Yes, I can. One of the most common Easter Italian items is lasagna. Lasagna is a good thing to make on Easter. You could also make manicotti. On Easter, you could do stuffed shells, you can do maybe bruschetta, and you can make tiramisu and cannolis for uh, dessert. And food, Easter food, I'm going to talk about that on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli on March 26th, and also on the Easter morning broadcast. So those are my three questions this week. I want to thank Darren, my mother, and John for submitting their questions. Now, you guys can call in for the remainder of the show at 1-347-989-8142 to ask me a question, or you can email me uh, your questions for next week to alicegoyankeescardinelli19 at gmail.com or americanvarietynetwork at comcast.net. We're moving on to our last segment of the first half of the show, and it is time to have some fun now. I want you guys to laugh, because coming up right now, it's laugh our ass off time. There's going to be three clips from me, myself, and Irene, and one from That's My Boy. So let's go have some laughs right now. Clean, huh? What's the matter, honey? 
little extra cheese on the taco? Excuse me? No, excuse me. There's no tag on this. Press check on Vagiclean, aisle five. I repeat, press check on Vagiclean, aisle five. That's Vagiclean. We got a customer down here with a full-on fallopian fungus. She's baking a loaf of bread, and I think it's sourdough. Put a rush on that. Hey, big guy. You hear the news? My son Billy got the lead in the high school musical. Well, I guess he likes the cock after all. Ah! Uh, 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 uh
talking about 50 60 bucks 43,000 ah, no your old man is here Voila! what are you doing here i don't know what type of guy would miss his son's wedding only a huge fucking dick <laughs> i thought you said your parents were dead um they are super dead this is my old friend donnie we're basically the worst parent ever. I was awesome. You let me eat cake and lollipops for breakfast every day. That's what you asked for. You're supposed to say no. I didn't know what I was doing. I was 13, 14 years old. You know what I remember? Is me having to drive you home from the beach that time because you were too drunk. Somebody's hammered. They have another guy drive home. I was eight. You fucking drove like a champ, too. Huh? You wear a bathing suit in the shower? Can't even take my shirt off in front of other people. What did I do this? Yeah. Let me jog your memory. That's because I got it when I was in third grade. My body grew. <laughs> An hour. There's so many tissues. Oh, oh. Fucked your teacher in the seventh grade. Friends until you banged my mother. Are you thinking that when you were doing whippets with strippers in our kitchen or when you passed out going down on my pediatrician in my bed? Oh, motherfucker. What the fuck is this? It's water infused with cucumber, rose petal, and harvest sandalwood. It tastes like fucking dick infused with balls. Mm. I'd end like this, boys. We've got to go out. I can stay out a little later. <laughs> there it is. Unless, uh, Mrs. Ravensdale, you want to whip them knockers out, we'd love to see them. Oh, you know what? You are an imbecilic, immature, asinine, childish, caveman-like, hairy-knuckled, single-chromosomal, obnoxious, uneducated, ignorant asshole who I would like to fuck hard and long! So I'm gonna go put a dent in that. We're going out, boys! <laughs> this seemed like fun, guys. I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go. That's all you! Give me a gift, an earring, but I don't have a pierced ear. Yeah. Oh, God. Am I bleeding? I don't think so. 
I don't want to do that in front of my kid. Turn around from it. Just turn around. Give me that fucking shit. Oh, my God. I just found my wedding dress covered in bar. It's something else. You puked on my dress and then fucked it. <laughs> You're a madman. God, you all shit, buddy. Please don't answer. Please don't answer. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. I'm a little hammered. I'm a little fucking hammered. Big go, big man. You all right, guy? Throw it in there, homie. I think the ball's broken. Throw it, you big vagina. Do it. Oh, on a rope. Actually knew Todd's father. Of course I knew the guy. He was a, he was handsome. He had fucking great hair. Uh, a Jedi with the chicks. Went down on girls for a wicked long time because he was a giver. Oh, I wish I could have met him. How about I get you another beer, huh, Donnie boy? 20's my limit. <laughs> Where ya? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? No! <laughs> Hopefully you guys had a uh, good laugh. From that segment. All right, so we're going to go ahead and take our intermission. And during this intermission, we're going to hear two songs followed by our commercials and our American Variety Network reminders. Coming up next on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli, the first Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli of March, we're going to have plenty more fun, including. One of the segments that is really well-received here on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. Don't go anywhere, folks. Coming up next, next. Funny phone calls. Did you know facts and trending now right after this? Plus, feel free to call in at 1-347-989-8142 to ask me a question or answer my three questions. Again tonight, my three questions are, what are your plans and goals for March? What is your favorite thing about the Easter season? And what is your favorite thing you received for Easter as a kid? Mama drama, I pray for good karma, so offset trauma. Touch a dog 
my place Hard not to revisit or relive these moments Every last decision, who are you to judge? Life is hard enough If you don't share my pain, it doesn't change much I've been branded and all that I do in this life Despite a heavy heart, I'm soaring a new heights All I see is nobody's not MCs And I see through these cats like fake IDs Which is why you love me or hate me Same reason your sister can't date me I'm doing good, man, can't you tell? Yeah, you got that flame, cause I'm raising hell I don't talk about it, just be about it Out here killing these lanes, count the body All I think about, all I think about, all I think about, yeah Better left than dead, uh But I'd much rather say it Still here, I'm just like my father So it's this music shit, why bother? I was supposed to end up in jail, right? And everyone expects me to fail, right? After all that, I'm on the front line No white flag in hand, I refuse to die Put myself out there, cause it's all fair game Go against the grain, hit you like a migraine My presence is health, I'm giving out gut checks Sleep with one eye open if you suspect I'm a nightmare, life got me here Fuck more victories, don't go get me anywhere I put in work, suicides on the hardwood I'm in here after hours, not because it looks good Fuck for all I have, all I have I've earned I don't think y'all heard me, it's my turn Guess who's buzzing, giving a hundred Know what I want and won't stop for nothing Making a statement, ahead of my time Tread carefully, cause I'm a fucking landmine Ring the alarm, I'ma cause a tragedy Stick this one out, G, charge a battery Start a war with me, and up a casualty You're better off than listening don't test me. All I think about, all I think about, all I think about, yeah. Better let them say but I'd much rather say it. Out here, there's no immunity. Everyone's subject to scrutiny. It's about image, rap money, bitches. Fuck real life shit, they only want gimmicks. So let me force feed you some more bullshit. So you don't have to admit how shitty your life is. Matter of fact, I'll do you one better. Dumb my shit down, start rapping about cheddar. Knowing you're still living at home with mom. Got not one bitch just a dick in your palm. But you're ballin', ball so hard. That shit cray like, oh my god. But that ain't me, never have, never will be. Cause all I see is pain and poverty. Want you to know I'm all for the beat. Cause what these eyes have seen is harder than the streets. Yeah, I said it, and I stand by it. Man, of my word, these words start riot. Target on my back, now you're eyeing me. Catch you looking like I'm high society. Yeah, act like I ain't fight to survive. Like I don't carry burdens that would break your spine. It's about fucking time I got mine. Cause while you flatlined, I thrive. Yeah! Wow. 
the third administrator of our group, National Saltwater and Reef Society. He's a very experienced saltwater aquarist, and he's going to talk to us about saltwater. Plus, a new segment debuts, and it's going to be called Cooking on Saturday, Best Recipe for the Weekend, and it's going to be Chicken Franchise and Veal Franchise, plus, I'll answer your questions and ask away with Alex Cardinelli, email your questions to alexgoyankeescardinelli19 at gmail.com or American Variety Network at Comcast.net. Plus, all of our great segments, including funny phone calls, funny audio clips, and more. So join Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli next Saturday, March 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Chef Alice Cardinelli here. I am proud to announce that I am going to be hosting my very own culinary school series called Cooking School with Chef Alex. Cooking School with Chef Alex will teach you everything you would learn at culinary school, but for free. Mark your calendars. Cooking School with Chef Alex debuts Thursday, March 10th, 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific live on American Variety Network. Our first topic is going to be food safety. What is the temperature danger zone? What is cross-contamination? How can we keep food safe? All of these questions will be answered on March 10th. So see you then. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash American Network. It's the Easter Bunny, Alex Cardinelli. And I'm inviting you to join me on Easter morning at... Here on American Variety Network. Are you ready to have some fun on this Saturday night? 
coming up right here, Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. Will be some laughs, special guests, some funny phone calls, and some fun discussion. Live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli takes over the airwaves now. to laugh at some funny phone calls? Are you ready to hear these people's reaction to getting pranked? Let's all have a laugh here. It's now time for prank calls. Hello? 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 Hey, I got this number from your dog's collar. How's it going? From who? Sorry? You have a really nice dog. Is it a purebred? Oh, my dog's collar? I'm actually on the market for this kind of dog. How does 300 bucks sound? For what? 300 bucks for your dog. I think that's pretty generous. It's not even new or in mint condition. What do you say? Uh, my dogs aren't for sale. Did one of my dogs get out? Okay. Okay, okay, look. 500 bucks, and that's as high as I'm willing to go. Come on. For what? Just let me buy a dog. I want it. I will give you cash up front. Who is this? How much did you even buy it for? Huh? Show me a receipt. I will pay you that plus 50% profit. Hmm? Uh, is this some kind of joke? <laughs> One way or another, it will be mine. I will name it Rex, and it will be my companion for the next six years or so. Is this Barry Eckhoff? <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Hello? 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 Hey, it's Paul from Paul's Holland. 
How's it going? I'm fine. Will you let me finish? Hello? One of my guys will be at your place in five minutes with a quarter ton of soil. Oh, not at my place. I have a purchase I don't know who you're calling. What no- soil. Listed this as the callback number. Um, I'm afraid it's not. I'm not trying to argue. It's already been paid for. Okay. Yeah, it says to dump it in the driveway, and that's exactly what we're going to do. You still there? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what you're why you're calling this number. Maybe do you have a name that? It. I don't know. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Maybe your partner ordered it. I don't know. You still I'm there? Afraid you, I'm afraid you have the wrong number. Look, it's getting dumped at your place. We can't return with the full truck. Okay. Well, what you is the address? Have ordered it then. What's the address that you have? If you want, you can pay for one of our other guys to come pick it up after. What's the address that you have? Okay, he says he's there. Have a good one. Bye now. Hello? Hello? Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to be there in 10 minutes. Make sure you got the stuff. Uh, Yeah, let me talk. Stop playing. uh, Make sure it's ready. All right. Don't test me. You know I can't talk about this on cell phones. Got it? Talk about what? You know who this is. Ricky sent you the package from Columbia. You hand it off to me. You get five grand. No, he sent it from uh, India. Whatever. I'm going to be there in a few minutes. You better have it ready. No. If it turns out you're the cops, we're done doing business. Later. I'm the cops. <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hi, I'm calling from the American Association for Nutritional Wellness. Do you have a minute? Sure. I'm calling because you recently placed an order for, how should I say, um, unhealthy food? Which was... According to your medical records, this seems like an unwise choice. What are you talking about? My job is essentially to convince you otherwise. You know, maybe a salad or a, a light soup could be a smarter choice. Um. I'm going to go ahead and cancel your order from them. Trust me, I'm doing you a favor. Who are the war you? against obesity in America starts now with you. Cancel that order and go for a jog. What? Cancel that order, get off the couch, and do something. Nigga, who are you? What the fuck? Nigga, how you get my numbers? Let me speak, please. Stop wasting your life! Go do something outside! This is your wake-up call! Now go! I know you were talking to me, but I'll fuck you up, boy. You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Oh, hell no. Hello? Hello? Mommy, they picked 
China. Uh, hi. My, my mommy told me to call you. Hi. Okay. Mommy, they talking hi. on the phone. <laughs> hi. What you doing? You, you know what? Why aren't you sleeping? I like ice cream. <laughs> know what else? I like trucks. Yes, yes. I like to play with trucks. Hi. Uh, do do you do you like to play with trucks? No. <laughs> Yay! We can be a truck family. I can be the baby trucker. Uh, Daddy can be the father trucker. And you can be the mother trucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're a mother trucker. You're a mother trucker. <laughs> okay, you should go to sleep. Can I come over and play? <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hi, yeah. Someone used my credit card to order something using this telephone number. This telephone number? What's going on? Why, how do you have my credit card information? I don't have your credit card information. I don't know what you're talking about. You ordered stuff from Amazon.com using my money. I didn't order anything from Amazon. Look, cancel the order, and I'm not pressing charges. What are you talking about? I'm not... Hold on. I'm not, I'm not even buying me. anything. Okay. You've been caught. Why are you trying to fight this? I'll be calling my lawyer if you don't cancel that order. I don't know what order you're talking about. Honestly, I, I really don't. You really want to mess with me? Huh? Do you? Hold up. Hello? Stop stealing my damn hard-earned money! I am Hello? not kidding! Excuse me, sir. You don't know who you're messing with. I ain't playing. I am a genie in a bottle, and you need to rub me the right way. Understand me? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Are you still there? Don't interrupt me. Hello? Hello? Hello, I'm calling from Appleco Research. We are currently conducting product research on the new iPhone. How would you like a free 128-gigabyte iPhone 6? I would love one. All you'll need to do is participate with a consumer experience survey about how you're enjoying it. Does that interest you? Yes. Great. First and foremost, are you currently an iPhone user? Correct. Which cellular provider are you currently subscribed to? Hey, is this the real person I'm talking to? Also, could you see yourself using a product like the iWatch? Yes. Well, here's the fun part. Would you prefer black, white, or metallic body for your iPhone 6? Black. Also, very important, do you think you're going to get a free iPhone 6? Yes. Like... <laughs> Do you live in a world where you get a free iPhone 6? Well, nope. you don't. <laughs> Welcome to real life, chump. 
Okay. <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Who the fuck does American Variety Network proudly presents to Saturday Live with Alex Cardinale. Some awesome did you know facts. You will leave this show with a lot of awesome knowledge. So here we go. Here is this week's Did You Know Facts. No Pixar movie has ever been a flop or made less than $150 million domestically. Woman gamers have more sex than non-woman gamers studies have shown. Shopping mall Santas make $100 to $200 an hour. Wow, that's a lot. A lion can eat up to 90 pounds a day, which would equal 360 hamburgers. The giraffe tongue is approximately 21 inches long. It costs $7 million to build the Titanic and $200 million to make a film about it. People who exercise live longer, and only two people know the Coca-Cola recipe, and they are not allowed to ride on the same plane at the same time. And that is this week's Did You Know Facts. And now we're on to our last segment of the show. Trending now. So here is what's currently trending on Facebook right now. Windows 10 operating system reveals details of update to personal assistant Cartoona. Winnipeg Jets NHL team defeats Montreal Canadiens 4-2 on a hat trick. UFC 196 mixed martial arts events takes place at MGM Garden. Arena in Las Vegas, American Cup, Gabby Douglas wins woman title at International Gymnastics Competition, Daryl Wallace Jr., NASCAR driver, crashes into Cody Ware during Boyd Gaming 300 Xfinity Series race, the Angry Birds movie, Sony Pictures releases international trailer for upcoming film, and last but not least, Lovey Smith, former NFL head coach, a candidate for Illinois' head coach position, reports stay. Very, very cool. So Lovey Smith may be coaching Illinois in college. All right. This was a very fun show tonight. I had a blast. I hope you did as well. And I'd like to apologize for the technical, or excuse me, the technical difficulties tonight, as it happens with live radio, I apologize to uh, for you for the technical difficulties. Thanks to John for being an awesome guest tonight, and thanks to all of you for your questions with Ask Away with Alex. Before I go, I would like to plug next Saturday's show. Next Saturday, our special guest is going to be a brand new guest, and it's going to be Keith Norman. Now, Keith Norman is the third admin of our group, National Saltwater and Reef Society. He is also a very experienced saltwater aquarist. I can't wait to have Keith on next Saturday. Plus, next Saturday, I have Ask Away with Alice Cardinelli. Email me your questions to alicegoyankeescardinelli at gmail.com. 
or American Variety Network at Comcast.net, and I'll answer your questions next Saturday. Plus, I've got a new segment appearing next week, and that is Cooking on Saturday, which will be best recipes for the weekend. And all of our great segments. I can't wait to debut Cooking on a Saturday. So I hope you guys will tune in to next Saturday's Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. I can promise you it will be technical difficulty-free and be a much better show. All right. Follow me on iTunes, American Variety Network, and follow me here on Blog Talk Radio to listen to all of my shows. With that being said, I want you all to have a great rest of your Saturday evening, and I want you to have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Alice Cardinelli is out of here. Bye, everyone. Next Saturday, March 12th, 2016, live on Saturday, live with Alice Cardinelli. Our special guest will be Keith Norman, the third administrator of our group, National Saltwater and Reef Society. He's a very experienced saltwater aquarist, and he's going to talk to us about saltwater. Plus... A new segment debuts, and it's going to be called Cooking on Saturday, Best Recipe for the Weekend, and it's going to be Chicken Franchise and Veal Franchise, plus I'll answer your questions and ask away with Alice Cardinelli, email your questions to AliceGoYankeesCardinelli19 at gmail.com or American Variety Network at Comcast.net. Plus, all of our great segments, including funny phone calls, funny audio clips, and more. So join Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli next Saturday, March 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Donovan here, in front of Alex Cardinale, I personally want to thank you for supporting Alex Cardinale by listening to his episode of American Variety Network. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please check out his Facebook page, American Variety Network, and hit like. And check out our awesome fish group called Freshwater Maniacs. For all the fish keepers listening, check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fins, for some awesome info on my fish. Thanks for listening, and Alex Cardinale will see you again for the next episode of American Variety Network. Rock on, folks!